Are you one of the many couples who began your relationship in what we call the high octane or honeymoon stage, but now life has you wondering, where did all that love and connection go? Hey, if this sounds like part of your current story, welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. We want to help you experience God's best in marriage, a relationship that is stronger, deeper, and more exciting than ever before. So meet my wife and co-host, Stuart Anderson. And he's my husband and co-host, Dr. David Anderson. It's time for you to become the heroes of your marriage story. So let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Red Truck Marriage Podcast. Hey, we are so glad you're listening today. David and I are so excited about what we're about to share. We've been working very hard behind the scenes to get this ready for you. Mm -hmm. The title of this episode is The Notebook Meeting, Organize Your Life and Strengthen Your Marriage. I certainly hope that grabs your attention because what we have to share, we know will absolutely strengthen your life, your marriage, and your family. Of course, that's going to grab people's attention. <laughs> like, who wouldn't want to strengthen, you know, your overall life, your marriage life, your parenting life, like life at home? I mean, yes, we all want that. I know that's true for our listeners. Well, yeah, because here's what we know to be true is that daily life brings its own chaos. And I'm talking about pre-COVID life, midst of COVID life, post-COVID. We have chaos in our life all the time. It, it's true. You know, and I think some people have more than others, that's for sure. And in seasons, like you and I can, we can both agree that there's been times in our life, like, you know, just a few months ago when we were packing right. up a house, you know, like that where there's just abundance of chaos. Yeah, we, we find ourselves stretched, whether it's for family matters or our job. And, and some of our listeners we know have multiple jobs that yes. just stretches them. It could be that you're caring for children or in this past year, you could even have been the teacher for your children. It just seems there's not enough time in the day to do all of this well. It's true. And you know what, Stuart, it's, I think we can all say that this COVID thing, this pandemic has probably been a more fertile ground for this chaos. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're talking about stuff that existed way before right. COVID. I, it, I'll just speak for our family, our right. life. There has been chaos way before uh, this pandemic. So yes. And you know what, folks, if you've ever seen us together at a live event, you've heard us talk about the notebook meeting. Um, it's not only a tool we've been using for over, wait for it, 15 years yes. we've been doing this. It's also a book Stuart wrote, and I'm so proud of it. Um, she wrote it so that others can use this same process that we use. Uh, it completely changed our lives. And I'm not overstating that. It truly has. And it's helped us to live the life we value and to accomplish our goals and dreams along the way. And listen, I'm not just talking about, you know, accomplishing goals like taking an awesome vacation or financial goals. But, and although that's really, really important, but I'm talking about goals that we have accomplished in all areas of our lives that are really important. I'm talking about like relationship goals. 
um, not just in our family, but also relationships outside of With our others. family. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, spiritual goals, right. for example. Like, th- those are like, it takes intentionality. And this notebook meeting process has really helped us. Um, navigate this goal setting to to live out what you and I call God's best in our lives. Right. It helps us to pay attention to all aspects of our life. And listen, I believe in the notebook meeting so much that I just want to dive right in and help you all understand how to use it to organize your life and strengthen your marriage. You know, I started using it even before David and I met or got married. The full title of my book is The Notebook Meeting, How to Finally Organize Your Life and Reach Your Mountaintop Moments. You can purchase it on Amazon or you can find the link on my website, thenotebookmeeting.com. And we'll put this link in our show notes. Yes, that's a good idea. I want you to just stay with us to the end of this podcast because we're going to give you a freebie and give you links for how to find um, a resource that we've developed for you. It's a jumpstart to having your own notebook meetings. So stay with us. You won't want to miss out. Yes. And you know, folks, before we get into the details of the notebook meeting, let me say this. On every podcast we have produced, Stuart and I always give you a call to action at the end. Listen, we ask you to take action to put legs on the strategies and the principles we share with you. So Stuart and I believe, watch this, in doing the work. Yes. Like, I guess that's the football coach in me, right? Like, And the teacher, but it's also because we know it to be true. It it's, is true. It's scriptural. You do the work, it's character building. It, it is. And changes your life. So we know if you try these things we teach, they can make a real difference in your life. So I say all of that to encourage you to actually take the steps we described today to have your own notebook meeting. Like taking action is the only way to bring change and true growth in our lives. Well, I want to go a little bit further and tell everyone just how powerful the notebook meetings can be if you choose to do them. And here's, again, what I know and believe to be true. The notebook meetings, they're about clearing the clutter and chaos out of your life, whether that's tangible clutter or the intangible things that just disrupt our path to success, yes. or living the best life that and, we and have. And sometimes those that hidden chaos is even more difficult to recognize. Right, But we're, right. we'll talk about that. So when you use the notebook meetings, you're going to be clearing all of that from your life. And when you start living your best life, it will overflow to all around you. You will help change not only your path in life, but your family, your friends, your neighborhood, your community, your church, your town. You see where I'm going with this? This is how we change our world for the better. And it starts with each one of us inside our own hearts and our own homes. So every one of you know the world needs our better. You know, I completely agree with you, Stuart. And I know that whole thing about, you know, impacting your family, your friends, your neighborhood, community, church, and ultimately the world. I know you're really big on that, to to see life bigger than just ourselves, but to impact other people for good is, is so huge. Listen, folks, you have to take action to make change. And the change 
that comes with the notebook meeting is so powerful. Mm. It is. We know this in our own lives and with the countless couples we've worked with over the years. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I want to give you an overview of this process, but I'm going to start right now with a caution. At, At first glance at this process or first listen, you're going to say to yourself, oh, this is just a family meeting. Well, I want to stop you right there and tell you, no, this is about a powerful, proactive, meaningful, and successful lifestyle. This is mm. a lifestyle for us, and we want you to live this lifestyle. And, and can I just add to that? It, it's, it is more than a family meeting. Uh, and one of the reasons why it is, is because it gives everybody in your family a voice. And I think you folks are going to see that as Stuart, as Stuart uh, describes this. Well, the notebook meetings, when you start to do them, will help you to chart your own path for each day. You know, so many of us wake up every day and we let our emails and our text messages start charting the moments of our day. They Mm. become in charge instead of us making our own decisions about how the hours of the day will go. So how many of us are guilty of that? We just Mm. react to whatever happens in the moments. Or we're just playing, trying to play catch-up from yesterday exactly. or last week. Mm-hmm. Well, in my book, I describe it a little bit more in, in detail of living that kind of life. It's it's the life where, and, and David and I, you, you and I know this, where we're eating fast food instead of yeah. making a healthy meal because We've been we don't, there. <laughs> have time to, don't have time to shop or to, to make the meal. Or you might be paying bills late because your bank account is out of control. Or perhaps your evenings with your spouse and your children end up in shouting matches because you have no structure to your life and stress just overwhelms you. I know that is happening. And and let me just say this really quick thing that, you know, for those of you that say, well, you know, I'm not really that structure person and, and people's personalities are different. But even for folks that don't really value a whole lot of structure, you feel the lack of structure. I know you do, particularly when it comes to family life and children. Well, you know, even if your life just has a shade of what I'm describing, we want to help you to change this. I I know most of you can relate to this. I I see it all the time with couples. Like at and the end result, by the way, spouses feel alone mm-hmm. when there's chaos. Right. They feel stressed. Uh, sometimes resentful, and ultimately disconnected. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's jump into it. As as you've heard, and the name implies, you need a notebook to get started. And I always make a big deal of buying a special notebook. Sometimes I buy beautiful ones for myself, but I also get the heavy-duty college rules spiral notebooks because they're That's sturdy. My kind of, yeah. <laughs> That's my notebook. <laughs> they're sturdy and they last. And you start with one notebook for the entire process, for your whole family. Just one. Not everybody needs one. Just one for your family. And the notebook you choose, this is going to become a family treasure because you're going to be recording your life. You'll record not only the struggles, but the joys. And you want to save every notebook that you fill out. It's documentation. (laughs) And it's also important to be able to go back so we can see our growth, right? Right. right. Oh, and to celebrate. Well, if you have a notebook, you're going to need a pen. And yes, it's going to involve writing. 
This is so important to the process. The, the actual writing, um, somewhat journaling, but recording your life, it's crucial to our creativity. And mm-hmm. so many of us just don't write anymore. Um, the only reason you'll need your device is just to check your calendar. So we want you to get a notebook and a pen and to be ready. Your your device is only for scheduling your next notebook meeting. Now, you're sounding like a true coach right there. That's <laughs> a little bit more than a teacher. Um, so, But let me explain a very important part of our notebook meetings and then give you a sneak peek into what Stuart is describing about the writings, the documentation you will have in this notebook, all right? So every notebook meeting for us is an event. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just a sit down and, you know, ho-hum kind of thing. Like we really try to make it an event. And if you have children and teenagers, you're going to want to make it feel like an event so you can keep them engaged. Right. Um, We've carried our notebook to restaurants, like pre-COVID, right? <laughs> we've, we've carried our notebook uh, while we're hiking, and that's something Stuart and I right. love to do. Uh, we've had notebook meetings as we've sat by a lake uh, with a picnic, like good food, and even ducks walking around. <laughs> yeah, I remember the one of the first ones that we ever had was at a park. Fort Yarno. <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, you know, there were ducks everywhere, kind of like they wanted to be a part of the meeting. Um, and then our notebook always goes with us uh, on long trips that we'll take. Like even like we've had notebook meetings like in a hotel room when we've been out on a speaking event, that kind of thing. Right, because we knew we'd have time to talk about exactly, it. Exactly, which makes it a really awesome time to take advantage of. A notebook meeting starts with recording where you are in life, all right? And I don't mean the, the big, deep things. I'm, I'm, and you're going to see an example of it in just a minute. In fact, I'm going to read part of one of our first notebook meetings uh, so you'll get an idea. We had this notebook meeting in 2005, if you could believe that. Now, that's a long time ago, <laughs> and we're still doing it. Well, it uh, was one of the beginning ones, so I think it's appropriate. Yes. So Stuart was actually the one who wrote in the notebook for that particular notebook meeting, um, as you'll hear. Uh, we take turns, by the way, uh, being the kind of the documentation person. Right. Right. So I, I write and Stuart writes and so on. We, we swap that off. Right. So I'm going to give you a the sneak peek, okay? This is July 20th, 2005. All right, check it out. David and I are sitting by the uh, Chattooga River. We hiked from Sandy Ford on the Barham Trail. We are on an overnight trip. We needed to reconnect and have some time away. It's been a busy summer. We rebuilt our deck together. Boy, do I remember that. (laughs) That was a tough one. I know. See that flashback you just had? Yes, exactly. That's why we recorded, because you just remembered the entire event. I'm with you, and I'm telling you, building that deck, I think made me love and respect you more because that was hard work. I love that we wrote about that in our notebook meeting. All right, let me finish. (laughs) Okay. So um, uh, it's beautiful, but it was a huge challenge. We started reading a nightly devotional for couples, a book we bought when we were on a date one night. Um, We're committed to having more notebook meetings 
And then she says, we love being married. (laughs) So what what you just heard were the details that David recorded, that I recorded actually in that notebook meeting, but it was the details just to help us remember where we are, where we were in life when we had this notebook meeting and what was going on. Yeah. And let me add one little thing there. So you're writing in this particular notebook meeting, you wrote that, but then I sign off on it because you will write down you know, what comes to your mind, and I may have a few things to add to it. Right. And vice versa. So that's an important point. Right. So we want you to have the picture now. Just envision yourself, you and your spouse, and maybe you're at home and you just had a great dinner, but you've planned to have this notebook meeting. And, you know, we love to have food somehow associated with our notebook meetings. Yeah. And by the way, we said make an an event really important. So if you happen to be... If you decide that you want to, well, let's just say it's you and your spouse. How do you make that an event? So for Stuart and I, like she said, if we're sitting on the couch, you know, we may have a candle burning. We may have a glass of wine. We may like do something to make it feel really special. And if you have children, same thing. Like maybe there's a couple of bowls of popcorn, you know, maybe everybody's on the floor on a, on a blanket and making it feel fun, but different. That's the key. Right. Right. So after you record that part, the brief details of, of where you are literally in life, the rest of the notebook meeting is designed like a business meeting. You'll have an agenda, which we'll describe in just a moment. You develop action plans to go with that, the agenda items And you decide on dates to accomplish these action plans. And then you schedule your notebook meeting to keep the process going. But the difference here is that this is your life. It's not someone else's business or you're not at your job. So you and your spouse get to decide what's on your agenda and what you're going to do about it. That that is such an important point. Um, Well, the other thing is you may be wondering about this agenda she's talking about. And what in the world, like you're going to list on it. So in the beginning, the goal of your notebook meetings is to clear, as Stuart said earlier, the clutter and the chaos you're currently living with. All right. The, the chaos and the clutter you're currently living with so that you can start living what we call your best life. Right, right. right. All those things that are just getting in the way every day. Yes. So to help you get started, we want to give you a simple path to help you gain momentum in using this process. Okay. Now, as Stuart mentioned, she's created a resource. Uh, The name of it is called the liftoff package. All right. So you can have this on paper uh, and and it's really important, you know, that you, you, you download this thing, this liftoff package, because it's going to help you in getting a momentum going, a habit going as you record in your notebook. Right. right? It's, it's going to give you an example of the notebook meeting that we're talking about that David just started to read today and he's going to finish. That's in this packet. And then we have a template for you to help you have your own notebook meeting. So yeah, um, we'll give you the link again at the end of the uh, this episode, but you'll be able to find it. Yeah, let, let me, it, we'll, and we'll put this in the show notes too. Right. All right, the, where you find this download is redtruckmarriage.com forward slash 
liftoff. All right. Redtruckmarriage.com forward slash liftoff. All right. And again, we'll put it in the show notes. And, And this simple path, it will start you off with identifying what we call your energy zappers. Right. We're getting to the energy zappers. This is so great. Yeah. So talk about the energy zappers. All right. So the energy zappers are going to be those things that are, that'll be on your agenda for this meeting. We all have energy zappers that are just taking our valuable energy every day. And they're usually those things that are just lying around us that you've gotten really good about ignoring every time you see them or notice them. Um, In fact, we've developed a list of energy zappers that couples talk to us about. They mention these frequently. So here's the list, just to give you an idea. Yeah, just some. All right. There's a gazillion energy zappers. And you get to choose your own energy zappers, but we just want to put this this vision in your head. So number one, it could be a disorganized closet or closed drawers. How many of us have that where we walk in and we don't really want to even look at our closet. We just want to grab something and go, or we can't grab something and go because we can't find it. Number two, and we mentioned this before, we have no time for physical health or healthy meals for workouts or healthy meals that Mm -hmm. can zap your energy every day. Number three, and this one's a big one. And I, you know, I can drive through a neighborhood and just go, oh my gosh. Number three, a garage or basement that is in chaos, filled mm. with things other than cars for your garage and you can't pull in. So. And, and can I say something about that? Like mm-hmm. you said earlier, you said that we've gotten really good at ignoring these energy yes. zappers. And where we're not even really conscious, you know, that it has zapped our energy where, or it has like hijacked that good spirit with us and are in us. So, and I, I, I want to talk about just for a second, this basement thing, because it, it, it hits so close to home, like in our basement, Another flashback. <laughs> yeah, here's a flashback. <laughs> like we have a, and many people have this in their garage or their basement, maybe um, a, a second refrigerator where you may keep milk and, you know, stuff like okay, that. Hold right? on just a second. We used to have, because people know we're now Living right. in the what we call the bucket, we're not in our house anymore. We're we're in a in a small apartment right now, right? right? So we as, don't have a basement. As we're trying to build a house, which maybe will be done in the next seventeen years, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I can remember when I I would go down into our basement, like let's say to get a half a gallon of milk. And there was a time when our basement just had so much clutter and chaos. Like there was just stuff everywhere. Nothing was organized. I had tools out, all kinds of stuff like that. Right. And I'd go down, I'd open the refrigerator, get my gallon of milk and go up (laughs) and never, like I, I would kind of notice like, God, look at this place. But it got to the point where I, I would, I would see it, but it wouldn't really register. Right. But I know for a fact, and Stuart points this out all the time, and I think this is one of the things that really inspired her to write her book, is that it zaps our energy over time, and and we end up feeling depleted. And that may sound like a small thing for some of you, but let's keep going with the list because there's some other really big things, I think. Right. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment, how it's that personal narrative that just drains you. So we'll get to that. Let me finish the list. Number four might be a house project that was never finished. 
And many people talk about trying to paint their bathroom and they never finish the job. So just to give you an example, number five is a big one for so many families, consistent laundry overwhelm. It's just overflowing. It's everywhere. Clothes don't get folded or washed and just overwhelmed with the laundry. Number six, for those with kids, it could be the toys are never put away, that your house never looks organized and it just drains you of energy. Number seven, when you have no plans for intentional connection between you and your spouse. Are you missing that time? I know it's zapping you of your energy if you don't get that, right? Number eight, um, it could be that your parenting strategies between you and your spouse are in conflict. That can cause all kind of chaos. Gosh, we and we've seen that so much. Right. Well-intentioned parents that just come to the table with different parenting tools or, or philosophies, and it sucks the energy out of you. Right. And number nine, this is this is one of those things that is sometimes hidden. We think it's hidden, but it's always there. And this is about your finances. It could be that everything's just in chaos, like we say, you, or you have no plans for the short term, long term, or, you know, you've just been impacted this year and mm. it's draining your energy. You know, I, I know, David, as I was reading that list that people out there were shaking their heads, don't you think? Of I mean, course they were. These it's, are the kind of things that just life. drain us every day. Exactly. And, you know, uh, Stuart and I know that if you keep procrastinating about things like this, they do more than zap your energy. You know, like these seemingly small and some huge mm-hmm. things create this negative narrative in your head that beats you down. I, I used to say this as a coach to my players all the time. You know, the little things become big things, right? right? So everything on this list, some of you may say, well, that's kind of a, compared to the chaos in my life, that's a little matter. But, and we realize that, but I really do believe that the little things become big things. And, you know, here's another thing about this negative narrative inside your head that beats you down. Uh, You'll say things to yourself like, I can't believe these clothes are laying all around. I'm such a loser. (laughs) I hope no one comes over, you know, to see what a mess we live in. Mm -hmm. Or maybe your narrative might be more about your spouse. I can't believe how messy she is. Uh, I thought she was cleaning this up two days ago. Yeah. And you know what that creates is that resentment problem that just gets stored up. It's that that narrative that we have, and we don't even realize that we're saying these things to ourselves. Um, On a long-term basis, this type of narrative can sabotage your relationship, people. Like, create misguided resentment, as Stuart just said. Create confusion about your values and definitely impact your communication with each other. So listen, these energy zappers cause conflict. I, I just know they do. They have in our life and they have in the lives of couples we've had the honor of helping navigate marriage. Uh, it's time to ca- take care of these energy zappers, right? These are the things that you list on your agenda, all right? the things you want to finally take care of and get out of your life. So, you know, there, Stuart and I had this running kind of a semi-joke, I guess it is, but there's times where we may have some conflict or, you know, not 
big time necessarily because there's still room for some humor. And I, and one of us will say, that's it. We need a notebook meeting, right? That's going <laughs> right. on the agenda. <laughs> right. Know? That's just how we live. But let me stop right, right there, David. I know we just, we just put a lot out there for people to think about. And I know that, um, it was resonating with a lot of people. So I want to give you a moment to just take a breath. And if you had a lot of energy zappers that you were resonating with when I read that list, I want you to just think right now, just choose one. Mm. Just choose one. As we go forward with the rest of this episode, I want you to concentrate on one to have in your mind so that you can visualize yourself having a notebook meeting to take care of that one energy what zapper. A, that's a great word, Stuart. Mm-hmm. And you know something, folks? Like your energy zapper, that one that you pick, may not be the one that your spouse picks. Right. All right. And there's a good chance it won't be. And that's okay. So now you have two energy zappers on your agenda. So let me read the agenda we had with that notebook meeting I referred to earlier in 2005. All right. These were our agenda items. Finances. All right. That was number one. We're about to close on the refinancing for the rental house. So we, we, in fact, we're getting ready to, to do, to sell our rental house, but we've had one, uh, we've been blessed with that. And we were going to refinance uh, because it w- we knew it would impact our finances in a great way. The second thing that was on our agenda was work, right? Um, this was during the days when I was coaching football. And we said here, after the football season, David will coach basketball this year. My goodness. I, I go back to it. Was it was quite a year. <laughs> Here's <laughs> like, another flashback. <laughs> I just felt exhausted when I just read that. Like coaching football and basketball back <laughs> right. to back in one year. That was crazy. Um, we need a plan for mac- maximizing time together. We also need to work on finishing the website. All right. So there were a few little kind of subcategories of that one area on the agenda we called work, all right? And then finally, uh, there was a category of house. And it's, uh, we say here, finish painting the master bedroom, all right? Right. Those were our agenda items for that meeting. For that notebook meeting. And by the way, just for connection, we created these agenda items because they were energy zappers yes. Okay, yes, in our lives. weighing on us. You know, y'all, this is so important. It, it sounds like we're talking about small things, but for some of you who are in crisis, we know that small things like this grow into huge points of conflict and resentment when you don't take care of them. So what do you do next after you've identified your energy zappers and you've listed them as your ad- agenda? Well, reminder, we're going to have a a package available for you so that you can see all of this on paper. And um, again, we'll give you that link in the show notes. The next step after you have your agenda items, your energy zappers, you're going to create an action plan for each one of them. So here are the action plans that we wrote on that notebook meeting from 2005. Our action plans, number one, remember number one agenda item was finances. So here's what we wrote as our action plan. Number one, we need to review the refinancing documents we receive from the bank. Look at the numbers for the closing cost, and we'll look at this when we get home this Sunday. All right? And let me make a quick point about that. 
uh, notice how specific it mm-hmm. was. That is a good action plan. All right. It wasn't, we will look at this uh, uh, at some point, right? It, no, it said, we will look at this when we get home this Sunday. Right. right? So that's so, putting a stake in the ground. There, and David, good word to say specific because every action plan has a date for accountability. Yes. Everyone. That's so important. Um, number two on our agenda item, it was work. Remember that? So here's what we wrote as our action plan for number two, because we saw that as is it was going to cause disconnect between us because David would be working so much. So we wrote this for number two. David and I agree to have together time every Sunday after church. We'll go to lunch by ourselves and spend the afternoon together not doing household chores. And we will start this next Sunday. There it begins. Specific. We're going to start this Sunday. Right. And number three is related to that house project of uh, finish painting the master bedroom. So here's what we wrote for number three. We will finish the painting together next Saturday afternoon, July 27th, when David returns from his coaches meeting. Stuart will get the paint at Home Depot by Friday, July 26th. So there again, we wrote specific dates so that we would have accountability and a definite plan. That's good stuff, honey. Good stuff. After we wrote the action plans, we wrote this. Our next notebook meeting will be August 4th. So that gave us time to work on the action plans and to maybe identify agenda items for next time. But And and by the way, let me mm-hmm. say this. It goes back to a point you originally made. All right. You were right. Remember, we're writing these things in a notebook. Yes. Like going back to the old school. Okay. Now, when she says our next notebook meeting will be 8-4 or August 4th. Um, now it's time to pull out your devices, right? Because you're looking at your calendar and you, and it's a clear, like, this is the day we can do it and put it in right then. So nothing else gets in the way or sabotages that valuable meeting time. Right. So then when it got to be August 4th and we had the next notebook meeting, we went through this same process. First, we wrote where we were in life. And then we reviewed those action plans and we wrote about our success in following them. That's so good. And and, uh, let me just add something in that, because this is big, uh, folks, that notice she says we reviewed our action plans and wrote about our success in following them. Um, We also, those things that we didn't get to, and by the way, it's going to (laughs) happen. You're you're going to, you know... Have good intention. You're going to put that stake in the ground. Stuart's going to get that paint on the 26th or whatever that date was. Uh, and But you know what? Life happens and sometimes things don't work out the way we thought. So guess what happens to that agenda item? It goes to the next agenda for the next notebook meeting. It right. doesn't just die. If it's important enough, we're going to carry it over and take another swing at the plate, right? At that thing. Right. When Whenever an action plan doesn't work, and this is so important to the process, um, David and I don't get involved in shaming or blame. We never do that in a notebook meeting because in a notebook meeting, our mindset is, is that we're here to help our family, our marriage, our life together. So we're on the same team. We just adjust the plans. We figure out what went wrong, and then we develop a new action plan. 
Exactly. No shaming, no blaming, no conflict. This is a proactive lifestyle. Yes, because if if you can leave that out of the conversation, then you are well on your way. Because if you don't leave it out, then the notebook meeting becomes an energy zapper. Right. right. Because of the blame and the shame. Right. So we don't want that to happen. So what we did then, we just added more items to our agenda and we created new action plans for whatever we needed to take care of. You see how this process is just ongoing and it will help you manage every area of your life together. Yeah, that is so true. And you know what, folks, we can't stress enough how powerful this process is. And in fact, we know we can't explain the full impact. All right. It's impossible. You'll have to live it to understand how this can become such an awesome lifestyle. It's how Stuart and I live now, most days, right? Uh, With a notebook meeting state of mind. Listen to that. A notebook meeting state of mind. We're always thinking proactively about anything that comes up. Like we carry an agenda in our head, right? Ready for the next meeting. And I already told you there's times we'll have this, you know, this stress happening to us and we'll say, my goodness, that's it. We got to have a notebook meeting. Like quick, let's run. (laughs) Well, David, I want to go back to to one point I just made because this is important for for people who are listening and, and they might be experiencing conflict with their spouse. I just can't emphasize enough that when you and your spouse agree to do this, your mindset is going to be so important. Not just your mindset, but your conversations, your tone of voice, the way you talk about the energy zappers or the points of conflict in your life. This mindset is just crucial to being successful with the process. And and, and let me say one thing about Mm -hmm. that, because you just reminded me of something like previous episodes where we've talked about you know, how to have great communication in marriage. Communication is so important. So remember what I said earlier, your energy zapper may not be an energy zapper that your husband or your wife identifies, right? So it's important that if your wife or your husband identifies an energy zapper, they're they're basically saying, this is an issue for me, Right. right? So to affirm that, Versus saying, oh, that's not a big deal to me. Um, It's really important that you cherish that and you take that perspective of your spouse and and really give it value. Otherwise, you take away their voice. Right. So just, just be clear. We want you to know that we love having our notebook meetings. We know that every time we get together, we'll be working together as a team, like I said. Two people who love each other dearly. We want to improve our lives and live in a way that honors God and each other. So we never bring judgment, that resentment or blame into a notebook meeting. Exactly. And all that being said, if you desire to start having notebook meetings with your spouse, which my goodness, I hope you will, uh, and with your children, let them be. Remember I said earlier about, you know, we can choose to take away um, our spouse's voice Uh, We can also add to it. And you can add to your children's voice, too. Let them pick um, 
energy zappers in their life, what goes on the agenda. For a teenager, it may be they want to talk about curfew or what time they have to go to bed or, you know, those kinds of things. Let that go on the agenda and have conversation about it. It's so, so important, right? So if you plan on having these meetings, you have to commit to all that work right? That in, I, I use work in a good way, right? That the effort, um, it, it, it's a big time commitment. If you and your spouse identify an energy zapper, that's been a point of contention for you in the past, decide together to fix whatever it is in the spirit, as Stuart said earlier, of helping each other and growing your marriage. Um, you know, Stuart and I have talked about this before, Uh, this helping each other. We call this type of mindset in marriage as filling in the gaps. Like it's huge. Uh, It's a mindset that says, I want both of us to be successful in improving our daily life. Mm -hmm. So if your husband or wife has made a mess of your garage, uh, right? Keep him or her, uh, you know, like... uh, help them clear it, right? Where you both own that instead of shaming him or her for creating the chaos in the first place, right? Well, let me give them an example. You were talking about that basement. So when we were packing up to move and it came time to clean out uh, the basement. <laughs> my, my energy just went away. <laughs> I know. Well, I went to Dollar General and I bought 12 bins to, so that he could organize the things in the basement, store them in those bins. He cleared out so much, gave away so much. We got rid of so much, and he's now organized in his bins because I did that. I just didn't leave him to it alone. I went and got the bins and helped huh. him. And our sister, Cindy, was there as well to help him organize. But that's what filling in the gaps is, is your team on this. You know, I... I remember that like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And it and it really did inspire me to because I had been procrastinating. We we knew right. we had to move and pack things up and that kind of thing. And when you brought those bins home, it was like, ah, that's gonna give me some traction, right? <laughs> to get this thing going. So I assure you that working this way and being successful will spur you both on to tackle the next energy zapper that shows up in your life. We we just so want you to experience this life-changing impact of living this way. So we're going to tell you how to get those resources so that you can get started having your own notebook meetings. Well, of course, you can always read about the entire process in Stuart's book. It's called The Notebook Meeting, How to Finally Organize Your Life and Reach Your Mountaintop Moments. Um, and listen, it's it's available on Amazon, or you can find it on Stuart's website, thenotebookmeeting.com. And you know what? Um, I'm I'm really encouraging you in this area of of getting that resource because you know we're going to give you this liftoff package. But you know, in her book, she tells stories, and there's just so much more inspiration, I think, and way more content than we can give you on this podcast. So, uh, if you're feeling us on this thing, uh, I think you'd do well to uh, go find her book and and take the whole 
course, if you will. Right. It, it, it really is a workbook on this process, but it'll help you to understand more about the whys of each part. So the book is available, but I've also created the liftoff package for couples that'll help you get started on having your own notebook meetings and, and identifying your own energy zappers. So you can find that package at this site, redtruckmarriage.com forward slash liftoff. Let me say it again redtruckmarriage.com forward slash liftoff. If you get started and you have questions, you can email me at stuart at the notebookmeeting.com and I'll personally respond. Or you can email David at david at impactingpeople.com and one of us will get back to you because we want you to be successful with this process. I, I hope you hear that. Like we are inviting you once you, you know, take some action, and if you get stuck or have questions, we are telling you that we will personally respond to you, right? So all you have to do is reach out to Stuart on her website or on mine, and we, one of us will get back to you and coach you up uh, in any way that we possibly can because we want you to be successful. Right. And I want to give you a reminder that I talked about earlier is just when you get started with your notebook meeting, start simple. You don't have to tackle every energy zapper that both of you identify in your life. Just start simple. Um, and don't go, don't get overwhelmed. Here's what couples say. They get worried about whether or not they're writing the right thing on the template. This is your process and you get to create it as you go. We've mm. just given you the guide and we've told you about the importance of following the process, but you get to make it your own and, and to make it, um, to develop in a way that it'll work for you and your spouse. But so we just hope you get started. Yes. That's the important thing to actually get started on this. This is really big. All right. So our call to action today is just going to be simple. All right. So the first call to action is this. Um, we want you to view our download. All right. You can get that at the redtruckmarriage.com forward slash liftoff. Okay. And uh, again, we're going to put that in our show notes for you. Um, all right. Stuart. And so, you know, you can get started, like we said, identifying your energy zappers. We can't wait for you to start this, this life-changing process for your marriage and your family today. That is so true. And I got to tell you, folks, it is a thrill to be able to give you this kind of content today because we believe it is truly life-changing. So remember to always drive the red truck in your marriage. Bye for now. Thank you.